Why do we as a society gravitate toward covering up symptoms instead of getting to the root cause of a problem? Is it for convenience or ease? Is it laziness? Or are we scared of what we might find? Throughout our life, we'll experience many situations that we can choose to either temporarily fix or permanently change. When we desire motherhood, something like fertility can be a huge hurdle that we must get to the root cause of. Also, when we're struggling with fertility, it can feel like we have no control over our body. But what if there was a tool that you could use to support your body at a time like this? A tool that gives you strength, alignment, and could ultimately help you be more fertile. After years of irregular periods, hormonal swings, and severe PMS, starting at a very young age, Michelle Oravitz gave acupuncture a try, and she instantly felt a shift in her body. Acupuncture changed her life, and as a result, she was inspired to help other women through their health and fertility struggles. She ended up creating the Wholesome Lotus, a wellness center in Miami Beach, as well as an online course and a podcast, the Wholesome Fertility Podcast. She knows that her journey into motherhood would have looked very different had she not used acupuncture, and she's here to show you its strength. You're listening to the Mamas in Training podcast, giving aspiring and expecting mamas guidance and community from moms who have been there. I'm your host, Jessica Lorian. However, I'm not yet a mom. An autoimmune disease delayed my journey into motherhood, so I made it my mission, while I heal myself, to learn with you all about motherhood, so together we can be as prepared as possible. And that first step is fertility. So how can acupuncture support our fertility and our pregnancy journey? What is acupuncture? Does it really work? And will it hurt? (laughs) These questions and more will be covered in this episode of the Mamas in Training podcast. For Michelle, it all started when she was a teenager. So I wouldn't get my period for like two or three months at a time. And severe PMS, I'd get really, really emotional I felt like I wasn't comfortable in my body. Really bad acne at times, and depending on my my cycle, hair loss. I'd cry a lot. I was like really, I'd get in fights with my mom. You know, my mom would be like, you're PMSing. I'm like, no, I'm not, you know? So I just really wasn't in my body. And I felt like unadjusted, like so out of whack. I was definitely depressed. And living in New York, growing up in New York, it was very depressing for me. I'll be honest with you, like the weather, the cold, the dark days in the fall, like I would get really severe depression when it when it came to, I guess, seasonal affective disorder. And I'd get really, really down. I just didn't feel aligned, if I can say that. It was definitely like a misalignment in my life. And I just definitely suffered hormonal imbalances. I was 17 and my mom wanted to look into why I wasn't getting a regular period. So she took me to an OBGYN and I went 
And I remember going thinking, okay, the doctor is going to fix this. And so I went and he gave me the birth control pill and I was really, really surprised. Number one, I was not sexually active and all I knew about the birth control pill is that it controlled pregnancy. So I was like, okay, why am I getting this? And so he, he said, well, once you take this, you're going to get a monthly period. What happens when I get off? Like, why do I need this? And he goes, well, if you get off, you're going to go back to what you are now. I'm like, okay, so how is this helping me? Like, it really made no sense. This is just useless, completely useless. But I'm just going to go along with it because I heard it clears up your skin. And that was like my only thought at the time. Every so often, I would just get off. And I would go back and forth, really, to give myself breaks. And then years, the same thing. Every time I'd go to a doctor, it was the same story, the same advice. You can't be cured. Whatever you have cannot be fixed, but here's the birth control pill. <laughs> and so it was years and years and years of that until I got to the point where at age 25, I traveled for three months. In Europe, I was backpacking. The whole time I was away, I had not gotten my period. I came home and I I was just like, I need to fix this. Something within me, there was an urgency. And that's when I talked to my mom and she had found out about an acupuncturist who was local and he specialized in GYN. And I remember the first time I went there, he said, a woman's period is really important. It's really important for women to have monthly periods. It's really important for their health. I came home, got my period. It was literally that day. I I had already a very strong belief in natural medicine, just innately. And I think part of it was my grandmother always telling me that if you eat the right foods, if you do the right things, your body will heal itself. It's She's always kind of put that in my mind. I just knew it was going to work. So you met Dr. Lee and what did he physically do for you? So he sat with me at first and had a long list of questions. And it was really interesting to have any practitioner or doctor ask me questions that seemed irrelevant just about every aspect of my life. Like, what does my poop look like? Like everything, you know? And I thought it was really interesting. And it was nice to be able to say those things or even pay attention within myself, things that I normally wouldn't pay attention to. I was like, oh, this is important. This is also relevant. And he gave me the acupuncture and I felt like the tingling sensation moving through my body. And I felt really relaxed and he'd put like kind of old Chinese music on and it was really relaxing. After getting the acupuncture, at least a couple of different treatments, I not only started getting my period regularly, but I also started feeling more in my body and things that normally would make me feel really sensitive or upset at work just rolled off my back. It was a lot, it was different. I was like, I I started feeling more aligned. So what did this whole journey teach you when you ended up then getting your period? You didn't have to rely on birth control. What, What did you come out of that feeling or experiencing? The power of your body's ability, like that we are able and capable of so much more than we're told. Like mm-hmm. it's a big lie <laughs> mm-hmm. that our bodies can't heal themselves. It's just this this lie yeah. that we believe by qualified people and it's it's just not true. So because I got more regular, I would get my period every month. I know that I was ovulating, like everything was 
harmonious, reproductively speaking, I know that if I wouldn't have done that or wouldn't have had that fixed or resolved, I would have had a hard time getting pregnant when the time came. And it was interesting because shortly after I started getting acupuncture treatments, I met my husband. Everything started aligning. It was just like everything started coming together. And I also read a book that changed my life called The Power of the Subconscious Mind. And I started writing affirmations and just doing so many things in my life to really, really align every aspect. And part of it was as I was starting to get more aligned, I started to realize what was not aligned for me. And one of them was my job. And then my husband, I was like, so what do I do? And he goes, listen, you always wanted to do something with like natural medicine. You don't like, he kept reflecting to me. He goes, you just don't like architecture. Mm. So then eventually, once he finished his residency, we moved to Florida. I enrolled into Ayurveda school, um, which is an ancient Indian medicine. And then eventually had kids. And then after the pregnancy in postpartum, I found somebody who was really good and she actually did a lot of moxonomy to help because what happens was after the pregnancy, you almost, your belly's like an empty sack. It's kind of like a balloon and then it kind of empties and it still kind of stays a little bit more bloated and a lot of cold can go into it. And so she goes, touch your belly, feel how cold it is. And it was true. It was like really cold. So she put moxa and it was kind of like a whole different treat. Was used what is to. moxa? It's basically this herb that they sometimes in many different ways they administer it, but they roll it up like a cigar and they light it like incense. It looks like an incense, mm. but thick. And the smoke that comes out of it actually brings a lot of heat into areas of your body. It's very cool. It's another type of treatment that they use in Chinese medicine. So clearly, it seems as though acupuncture was your light sort of at the end of the tunnel and really ended up turning not only into your light at the end of the tunnel, but your guide. So in what you've done with Wholesome Fertility, what is acupuncture and how can it support women in their journey? Acupuncture, or it's really... Chinese medicine, acupuncture is kind of one limb, and then we also do Chinese herbs. So there's like a lot of different tools in the toolbox, but acupuncture is almost the mechanical part of it, mechanical electrical. And it utilizes currents that we have through our body that supply life force energy. So now you want to, people call it energy, chi, but it's not just energy. It's kind of like life force, and it also has intelligence. And it really is what keeps our bodies warm. You know, if you think about what, what is that life that is given to a body? It's not yeah. the body itself because the body itself and could end up being lifeless eventually when, you know, when we leave. Like, but what is it that causes the body to have life? And that's chi. And that chi circulates. It has conduits. It circulates through different channels. And those channels at different points come up to the surface of the skin are accessible through the points. So when we put needles in there, we're actually stimulating those. And when that chi is free flowing, it's able to flow correctly, it's able to feed every part of your body so that your body is able to heal itself. So it's not really us healing your body. It's us facilitating an environment that is conducive to healing. So we do that through herbs and we do that through the acupuncture itself, but it's incredible. It really awakens that 
healing ability of the body. Now, for anybody who's never tried acupuncture, I just tried it for the first time about six months ago. How can you describe the feeling or does it feel like anything? I mean, I know for me personally, there were times where the small little needles, I didn't even realize they were there. And then there were other moments I did feel it more powerfully. So how can you explain sort of what that feels like and, and what people might expect? So we call it actually, there's this um, sensation that you can get and it could be like a little heavy. It's not the same as getting a shot in the arm. It's not the same. They're hair thin needles. Sometimes you will not feel anything. Like it, it'll just go in. You're like, oh. And sometimes it's a little more subtle and then sometimes it's strong. But it basically, da chi, it's like when you actually obtain the chi in the, in the point and sometimes you can stimulate the channel. You can literally feel the shooting down the channel and it sometimes can be a little startling but then it goes away like the second it comes it goes it's so fast and then you might start feeling tingling and not all points are going to feel the same way so it might be like a heavy sensation you might feel like kind of the moving energy and then you'll feel kind of a tingling sensation or some kind of movement within your body depending on how sensitive you are. I find that people who do yoga or a little bit more like in tune or trained to tune into their body will feel more sensitive to those um, sensations. But another thing that is interesting is called AccuNap. Not everybody gets there. Sometimes people are too awake. But if you allow yourself to really rest into it, you can kind of go in and out and you get into this kind of abstract zone and space where you feel like you're in the twilight zone <laughs> and it's very unusual. Like people say it's different than a normal nap. You're like in and out, but you're so relaxed and it's really great. So now for anybody who's listening like myself before I went and is like, okay, this seems a little bit too flighty, woo -woo. flighty, woo woo. Yeah. For me, what is, you know, what can little needles actually do? So it's funny because I've, I've let go of trying to convince people like a long time ago <laughs> because yeah. if you're just not ready, you're not ready. Like if, mm -hmm. it, and it's, it's something that you need to experience. And I mean, I can go on and, and talk about like different studies, but the best thing that you could do is really experience it for yourself. If you don't align with it, then you don't align with it. I've seen it work wonders for people who are aligned with it or feel like open to having it. But it's like anything, even if you have the best medicine, if you come in kind of like resistant to it, your body is not fully a yes. It's not giving you a yes to whatever it is. At what point would you recommend somebody exploring it? Is there a specific time that's better? Yeah. So basically I do treat a lot of pregnancy because a lot of the pregnancy patients are my fertility patients who have successfully gotten pregnant. So early on, they come in, a lot of times they want to come into the first trimester. And I do a lot of balancing and supportive points, very few points, but very supportive. And then what happens is second trimester comes, they feel amazing. They don't want to do anything. So they go off and they have fun and they, you know, I don't see them the whole tri second right. trimester. <laughs> then they come back third trimester with the back I'm pains like, oh, right? no. yeah. <laughs> or the heartburn or so then, mm. um, Usually I'll, I'll treat them for any kind of conditions or back pain or discomforts that they have. Plus, I also prepare them. Around 37 weeks, we use a protocol 
to help prepare the body for a natural birth. So it really helps and eases some of the discomfort. There has been a study that shows that people who have gotten this type of acupuncture and protocol do tend to have a shorter labor. So Mm -hmm. there's something to that. And then I'm sure in postpartum too, like you mentioned before, Mm -hmm. with the way that you experienced that cold sensation, like there are ways that we can help our body heal in postpartum, I would imagine through acupuncture and these holistic Chinese medicine traditional ways. For sure. Because uh, what happens is a lot of times when women give birth, they lose a lot of chi and blood. Mm. If you think about it, you know, they're, they're, the placenta is out, like all their energy goes into the placenta and then it gets removed. And sometimes you can freeze dry the placenta and eat it. I did that for the second, the second birth. It's actually a very natural thing. It's something that a lot of animals do and there's a reason for it. It shouldn't go to waste. It has so many nutrients. And, um, if you can kind of get through that whole thing and then you freeze dried it, look at his pills, just pop them in, forget about what it is. Yeah. (laughs) then there's a lot of benefits. So they lose a lot of chi and blood. So it's really important to nourish. And bone broth, I always suggest, bone broth is really important. Certain broths afterwards because of the cold that can happen. And so you want something that's nourishing and that's soothing and that is nurturing as well, or beef stews or, you know, something that can really help with the blood Mm. building. Well, I can imagine, especially when you give birth and have this release of life and this release of the placenta, your hormones are going to go into a whole nother shift. Yeah. And so having something like acupuncture to support that hormonal shift is so essential. Now, you mentioned that many women skip visiting you in the second trimester. Mm -hmm. Would you recommend not doing that and that there's an importance for continuing the process? Or is acupuncture more like when we're currently experiencing something, a pain and a discomfort, that's when we go in for support? Well, what happens is a lot of times these women, I've been working with them for like six months or more Mm. on a weekly basis. So at that point, they can come in as needed at that point, I feel like their bodies are already like on uh, momentum. I see. And and so usually in general, once any symptom is resolved, once a month is fine, if they feel fine, you'll always benefit from getting acupuncture, but it's not 100% necessary if you're feeling good. So now, of course, you've helped many, many women through their pregnancy journey, but I know your main passion is in this fertility journey. So... What does that look like with acupuncture? How soon would it benefit us to start that? I mean, for me, I don't even know if I struggle with fertility yet because I haven't been able to try. So is this something that you would recommend me trying now or once someone starts to struggle with fertility? You can't start early enough mm-hmm. <laughs> when, you're, when you're preparing to conceive. Sometimes I wish people would have come earlier. Like I, I get a lot of calls almost later in the game or after people have already tried and figured out that things aren't working out. I wish more people would do it ahead of time and get proactive with it because I feel like it would really benefit them to do that. And sometimes people do, they'll call me like right before having a retrieval and they've decided to do IVF and it's only a month before. And I'm like, oh my God, like it takes at least three months for eggs to mature. Mm -hmm. It takes about three months. And so at least three months to really like see the benefits of what we're implementing today. So 
the benefits of doing that ahead of time is huge. The beautiful thing that I understand about acupuncture is that it really can be and and should be specific to whatever the individual person is experiencing. So is that what we can expect depending on our situations? Like we're not getting the same treatment that our neighbor in the next room is getting because it's mm-hmm. specific to where we're at in our journey, pressure point wise and all of that. Is is that correct? Correct. But even more so, so it's not even, we don't even treat symptoms. We don't treat symptoms. We treat patterns. So like, for example, three different people have headaches, right? They suffer from migraines. One could suffer from migraines because their body has too much of a cold climate, right? Another person can suffer from migraines because they have too much dampness. And then the third one could be just really from liver cheese stagnation or stagnation in the body. And so we treat those patterns. And then once we treat the patterns, because that's the root, that's the root cause. So if you think about it, like of a tree, its roots and the trunk, and then eventually whatever is going on there is going to manifest in the branches. So we don't treat the branches, we treat the root. And then once you treat the root, everything else falls into place. And shouldn't that be the way that we navigate everything in our yes, absolutely. <laughs> health and world and life? I mean, <laughs> totally. it just seems so obvious that I, I wish our society was more rooted, <laughs> pun intended, mm-hmm. uh, in this way of thinking. Please share with us about, of course, your podcast, Wholesome Fertility Podcast, but then also specifically about the online program so that if people are not in your area, they can still get support from you. Yes, my podcast, the Wholesome Fertility Podcast, where I interview lots of amazing experts and I also do my own solo shows and it's all about preparing your body to conceive. Everything in regards to food, mindset, like everything you can imagine. I really try to make it a very holistic, wholesome, um, approaching from so many different angles, so many different stories, so many different ways. And I think that it always there, it always sticks with somebody more than others and everything resonates differently with everybody. And then my programs, I did actually study hypnosis as well. And I've created a series of hypnosis audios to prepare the body to conceive. Some of them are for increased libido, better sleep, better eating for your body type, more intuitive eating, optimal ovulation, balanced hormones, like you name it. So I have this membership and then I also, it also has a toolbox of like mindset tips and all kinds of different things that I've been sharing with my patients and my clients over the years. And I put it all in one. And then I also have my signature program, which is all about conception, about food, diet, supplements, everything that you could possibly do, mindset, how Chinese medicine can come into play, and also understanding your, your own patterns and how that can look for you as far as diet plan, supplement plan, and also acupressure. So I go over acupressure and stimulating those points with essential oils and pressure. So that's a signature program. People have gotten pregnant with that that have struggled. And it's really cool because seeing people that I've never like actually worked with, but just took the course and they email me like it worked. I mean, it's the best thing ever. (laughs) It is really amazing. Really, really amazing. Really trust yourself because you do have this inner built-in intelligence 
And that intelligence is the same intelligence that works on your cells so that the cells know what to do in order to make your body function. You have this intelligence that also moves you. Sometimes even more important than all of the medical advice we're given, you really need to listen and trust yourself. It's so important. It really is. And it's something that will guide you, not just through your pregnancy or your what you need for your body, but also through motherhood. Trusting that, and I, I really trusted that also with raising my kids. And there were times where I had to stand in the face of a lot of adverse opinions. And I just knew, I was like, you know what? No, my kid's not ready for whatever it was. And I knew that in due time, I would know when it was okay. And it was like, it was as if there was an opening. I was like, okay, now's the time. I just knew when I knew, and it was different with every child, but that's that intuition and that's that knowing within yourself. And so I definitely say trust it because the more you trust it, the more it's going to speak to you. Well, if you've ever wondered if acupuncture can support you through your fertility journey, pregnancy, postpartum, or just your everyday aches and pains, there you have it. It's time we addressed the root cause instead of covering up symptoms with band-aids. You know, I remember when I first started acupuncture, that AccuDream that Michelle talks about was real. I actually had something really cool happen. As I was laying there, listening to the relaxing music, I had an image of my ideal future birth. I saw my support team. I saw each individual person. I saw the entire process unfold. It was a really clear and beautiful vision that I am never going to forget. Now, who knows if that'll come to fruition, but it was a dream. (laughs) And if you're still not convinced, then take it from other mamas. Join us in the free Facebook group, Mamas in Training, and you can hear from others how acupuncture has supported them. It's as easy as clicking on the link in the show notes and being welcomed in today to an uplifting, diverse, and therapeutic community. We are in this together. If you enjoyed the show today, new episodes release every Wednesday. So be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And help us grow our mama community by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. That way I know how to better serve you. And finally, I would love to connect on Instagram. You can find me at Mamas in Training Pod. That's M-A-M-A-S in Training P-O-D. For Mamas in Training, I'm Jessica Lorian. We're in this together.